New on Curiosity Stream, how do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series Connections returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. New on CuriosityStream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns. Reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Whenever or wherever you're listening to us or watching us, this is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Jumping into Michael Keaton's Batmobile with me to take down tonight's Joker prizes is our single-entry superhero, Josh Harris. Joshua Harris, how are you doing today, bud? Want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> Stacking abs one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that might have been a, <laughs> a scar-inducing incident, let's call it, last night. Um, yeah, let's just jump into last night's slate right away. Uh, it was a crazy, crazy slate as the Blues absolutely went nuclear 9-1 over Minnesota. But then uh, the Golden Knights put up a seventh spot in the late game. And then the Sharks, um, they didn't get their, you know, like full lines, but Brent Burns had a big night. I think, uh, uh, Thomas, Her- Thomas Hurdle had a, had a decent night as well. So some sharks had a good night. Uh, everybody, but Colorado won. it seems had a good night last night. So not a good night for the ads, but like, I, th- I think it kind of goes to show like you don't have to slant. Like we talk about how good Colorado one is, and they are elite. Like one of the best lines in hockey, and Colorado is probably the best team in hockey right now. Doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to score five goals every single game. Yeah, and then Jonas Johansson getting out of Buffalo, shouting out. I mean, it's the Ducks. Like my dog could shout out the Ducks, but like <laughs> he, yeah, he's he's looked good in the three games he's played for Colorado. So you know, and you see you see these players getting out of Buffalo, and they're they're. Re- reviving their career so maybe Jones Johansson props to the you know Av scouting department for taking the worst goalie that John Vogel's ever seen and turning him into someone decent yeah I mean hey if he's piling up wins then it's something I mean uh you can't really complain about that uh Pittsburgh one had a had a pretty good night last night if I'm not mistaken Crosby and Rust uh both had three-point nights um Washington like I want to talk about the caps just for a minute. It's getting kind of hard to use them, like to stack them as full lines, just because you, I think you and Jake mentioned on the show yesterday, guys like, you know, Oshie and Vrana just aren't, especially Vrana especially just aren't getting huge amounts of ice time. Uh, Kuznetsov, no longer Kuznetsov skating with Ovechkin at five on five, but not on the power play anymore. Um, you know, what do you do with the caps when the, when they do, when they have lines like this, they're just tough to play right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm a notorious caps fader like I am with the penguins. So I kind of, kind of ignore them almost like, I don't like, obviously I go through the games and all that kind of stuff, but like OV 9,100, I mean, I don't know. There's like when he's on a slate with McKinnon and Matthews and all those guys, like I'll look to them just because like the caps have been as good as they were a few months ago. They've looked 
pretty bad recently. Yeah, they haven't really looked that good like for like a month now. So a little bit of a concern uh, considering that playoffs are only a month away. And I see in chat, uh, Daniel Demers says, new to NHL DFS, took down first place last night in the DK1K quarter two. Fox, thank you for the videos. I've learned so much. Always happy to do this. Happy to see uh, our viewers and subscribers win. Congrats to you, Daniel. Uh, that's how you build a bankroll. When you get you get new to a sport, you start low, you build up, and eventually uh, you get to the bigger, bigger entries. So keep on grinding. Good stuff there. And Carter Bloom says, uh, O'Reilly Hattrick was huge. Took down first in the dime time. Had a ton of St. Louis one. Yeah, a ton of St. Louis one. Uh, definitely would have won you some uh, money last night. So congrats to Carter Blooms. And uh, Dustin Dromarecki, subscriber in our Slack chat earlier, uh, he finished second in the sticks last night. He's still looking to bank it. I think that's been a couple top five finishes for him uh, in the sticks this year. Uh, He's knocking on the door. He'll get there eventually. And I got uh, a DM on Twitter from someone else uh, saying that they uh, banked one of the low dollar three maxes last night. So we had... You know, it seems like a lot of people had good nights last night. Um, I even won money last night. I was telling you I've changed up my strategy a little bit. I've started playing fewer lines, and it's actually turned my season around over the last 10 days or so. So, hey, man, spring's here. People are getting vaccinated. People are winning money. It is just a great time of year. Uh, love to be talking hockey. Uh, you know, we still have a month of regular season left. Uh, let's keep winning some money. And while you guys are here, while I have you, if you could, one way to really help us out here uh, is just to throw a like and especially subscribe uh, if you like what we do here. Uh, really helps us grow the channel, keeps these shows coming. You know, we've already had two or three shows today. Our producer, Tyler, I think is on his third hour of shows already. Um, it's just, uh, you know, we, we keep the, the shows coming to you guys. If you could just drop us a subscribe, help us grow this channel. And if you're not able to watch your favorite Osmo shows on YouTube, Almost all of our Osmo YouTube shows are available through the Osmo Podcast Network. We've got a podcast for every sport, and we're available on every major platform. So head on over to Osmo.com slash podcast to check out the latest. Just leave a five-star review on one of our podcasts with your Twitter handle or email address, and you'll be eligible to win a free week of Osmo Plus Platinum. One winner will be awarded every Friday. Reviews will be eligible to win for up to one year. So good luck on that. And like anytime you guys win some money, feel free to send your screenshots to us, whether uh, it's on Twitter, whether it's a DM through Twitter, whether you're subscribing, you send it to us through Slack. We love to see those screenshots. We could even throw them up on the Osmo Hall of Fame Twitter account. So you guys win some money, throw us some screenshots. Let's all work together here. All right. WrestleMania Saturday. I am stoked, Josh. I know you're not exactly a big wrestling guy, but uh, I am incredibly excited. I know the viewers can't really see, but I'm wearing my Sasha Banks, uh, ugly Christmas sweater. Uh, not, uh, there is, I think there's some wrestling on DraftKings tonight. Uh, is it tonight or tomorrow night? It's on FanDuel, I think. Oh, it's on FanDuel. That's right. It's on FanDuel tonight. Uh, so if you want to get into a little bit of WrestleMania action over on FanDuel, just head over there. They got stuff for like kickouts and reversals and, and all that stuff. So, uh, WrestleMania weekend, gotta love it, but we're here to talk hockey, so let's get to that. Let's get to our first game of the night. We have the Detroit Red Wings with a 2.0 implied gold total going into Carolina. Carolina still has a three and a half gold total. Uh, Detroit's still expecting guys like Fabry and Ryan and all them to still be out. Um, uh, I I think I had, might have a sneaky line in this game, so I'm going to wait to give my thoughts on this. What are your thoughts here, Josh? Yeah, I mean, you, you see these total like Detroit Red Wings two. <laughs> it's, one of the, it's top three lowest total of the season. Um, I know the Devils have like a one point nine at one point, which is just ridiculous. But I would imagine uh, the Stahl Martinuk uh, Fogel line uh, is probably going to get the Larkin line. Could be a Trocheck, uh, but more likely Stahl. So that that frees up the Aho Svechnikov Fost line uh, to get some depth matchups on the wings. I really like that line. Um, we don't have ownership up on the site yet, um, but you know, they're fairly cheap with Foss being 2,900. The Svetch Aho combo is uh, 12-1. So they're, you know, 15K as, as a line. It's very, very, um, so I don't want to say cheap, but for a top line, 15K is pretty cheap. They're going to get depth of Detroit um, who haven't been great. Like they're not terrible, but they haven't been very good. Like if they get Fippel, Rasmussen, Mantha, 
or Nemestikov, Smith, Nielsen, like those lines, you know, you, you want to attack them. So I think Aho, Svech, Fast, leave, leave Fast on. Uh, I think that full line makes sense. And, I, you know, you don't have to talk me into using that second line, Trocek, Netches, and Niederreiter. Uh, this, it's been my favorite uh, Canes line on the season. The power play correlation uh, isn't great. And Trocek price being 7,300, the third most expensive center on DraftKings tonight is wild. Uh, like, I don't know. He, he might go under-owned because of that. I, I don't want to conjecture on the ownership there, but um, that line is more pricier than the top line. So it, you might get them at lower ownership, but I, I do like the top line as well. And then on the Detroit side, um, if you want a little bit of Detroit one, I guess that's okay. Like it, in MME, but I'm, I'm kind of off them. If you want to one off a Mantha, you want to one off an Adam Ernie, if you think you're, he's going to, you know, have another hat trick. Sure. But really uh, as a whole, I'll probably be under the field on Detroit. And this is a Carolina game for me. Yeah. I, I agree with you that it's a Carolina game. The first, the one thing I will say is that I have a little bit of interest in that Detroit top line. And I think you said it, properly that it's probably only an MME play if I were to get one to three lineups it probably wouldn't be in my mix this is the reason I would at least be tempted to play Detroit one they're not a terrible line they've had a small sample together like 2.2 expected goals for 60 minutes which is about league average that's fine but when Jordan Stahl like Jordan Stahl probably will get the matchup here Stahl Stahl and Fogel and whomever when Jordan Stahl has been playing away from Andre Svechnikov this year He's gone down to 2.2 expected goals per 60, 2.6 expected goals against per 60 minutes, 45.6% expected goal share. Without Sveshnikov on his line, Stahl's been flat out bad. And like, that, that, that's the thing here is like, okay, that, let's assume I'm right and the Stahl line has been bad. That doesn't necessarily mean the Detroit top line is going to be good in this game, right? And that's the problem here. Like, if we had a top line, if we had old Detroit one, like Bertuzzi, Lark, and Manta, I would probably play them, just flat play them. But, you know, with Zadina there, uh, with Svechnikov there, it's not quite the same. So if I was in 150, then, yeah, I would probably get, you know, five or six Detroit ones, and I think you'll be at or above the field, and then that would be fine. One to three, I'd probably stay away from them. Honestly, I, I think, like, we'll see where the ownership comes. I imagine Svechnikov and Aho is going to be the chalkiest uh, line of the two between between them and the Trocek Natchez Niederreiter. Um, so I'd be tempted to do something like a, a Natchez Niederreiter, like Pesci, uh, you know, PP2 stack or something like that. Because I think Carolina is probably going to carry a lot of ownership here tonight. So if you want to get different, that's the way I would do it. You could leave Trocek off and not worry about that 7,300 price. Roster the two wingers, throw the defenseman, uh, and you got your PP2 stack right there. So I think that's one option. But I do think the best play flat out out of this game is that Svechnikov uh, Aho duo. Um, and yeah, like you said, you can throw Faust in there. Uh, he's definitely not just some random one off. He is actually good. Forgot to mention Jake Gardner probably playing tonight. He'll probably be on the third pair uh, with, uh, in place of Hayden Fleury. Um, not that that really changes a whole lot for us. Just want to mention that. Um, but let's talk about those blue liners. Anything, I don't think like we're really playing any Detroit defensemen. I can't remember the last time I rostered a Detroit defenseman. So I'm off of them. Anything on the Carolina side for you? Yeah, I mean, so would you rather play, pay 7,300 for Vincent Trocek or 7,500 for Dougie Hamilton? So I think if I'm paying up in, in like a power play stack, I'd put in Hamilton over Trocek uh, just because... Hamilton's going to get the minutes, you know, so, I mean, Trocek's going to see minutes too, but I would imagine Dougie sees more. Uh, so I'd pay the extra 200 for Dougie. Uh, if you have room for Dougie, I think you, you put him in. He's not someone I'm going to prioritize just because 7,500 is a wild price. And there is some very good expensive spots tonight. Um, so maybe in, you know, like a mid range build, if you can get in Dougie, I think he may actually go a little bit under owned because, you know, there's the Toronto's uh, you got, Edmonton you got some really expensive spots it's really hard to fit Dougie um so if you're not going to go Dougie I think you know uh Brett Pesci for the second power play makes sense if you want to punt with Brady Shea I think that is also okay yeah I agree with you I think Hamilton comes in a little lower owned than he would normally be in a matchup against Detroit at home just because like you said uh Toronto and Edmonton and then you can add like a Winnipeg power play stack or a Chicago stack can get expensive so 
Um, yeah, he could come in a little lower owned. So that might be one way to get different if you're worried about, you know, that Aho Svechnikov ownership is to make sure you get Hamilton in there uh, with them. Uh, don't mind that at all. Um, in goal. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. I don't know. That seems like a lot of money to pay for a Carolina goalie at home, 8500 regardless of who starts. Do you have any leans here? I'm not paying 8500 for any goalie because – especially against Detroit where Shafai might be an issue. And if he doesn't get like a 36 save shutout, he's not going to hit the value, especially with these expensive lines. Like if you told me he's going to get a 27 save shutout, maybe I'll put him in. But if he gives up one goal, his value is completely busted at 8,500. And then Bern- Bernier or Grice, whatever it is at 6,800. Yeah, you can consider it because, you know, the Hurricanes do put up a lot of shots. He's not going to be a priority for me though. Yeah, I probably would play Bernier if he was confirmed. Like sixty eight hundred, I'll play any goalie at that price in almost any matchup. Um, I'm not sure I'd go down to Grice, but Bernier I think would definitely be in my mix. All right, let's get to the next game. Chicago with a two point eight implied goal total is going into Columbus, and the Jackets have a two point seven implied goal total. Uh, Jackets news: uh, Boone Jenner was out last game. He's going to be out for a while with a broken finger. I think it is. They're holding Nick Foligno out. Um, it looks like he's going to be traded. And Zach Wierenski underwent surgery. He's out for the season. So two thirds of their checking line and their best defensemen are suddenly out of the lineup. And this was a bad defensive team to begin with. Um, we have Chicago going into Columbus. One thing to note: Chicago ran some crazy power play drills yesterday. And the top uh, line power play was Kane, Kubelik, Kurashev, Henestroza, and Soderberg. Five forwards, uh, including a guy that they just brought in in Henestroza and a guy that has been healthy scratch of late in Soderberg. Um, That's interesting to me because that puts both uh, uh, Kirby Doc and Alex DeBrincat on the second line. So that kind of changes things here. Um, Chicago, not a great, not a great defensive team in their own right. So maybe there might be some interest on something for Columbus here. What do you have, Josh? Yeah. So with these injuries, I think people are going to flock. I don't know flock, but like there's going to be ownership on this Chicago top line. I think it's fine. Um, who knows what they're going to do on their power play, but if it is what they did on the practice one, the top line is going to be a bit off balance on the power play, but I still think you can go to the top line here. It's going to be popular to bring cat doc Kane. It's by far their best line. Kubelik on the top power play always is going to peak my interest. 4,900. Uh, he's on a line with Hinnestroza, who is also supposedly on power play one. Uh, so I, I like that line as well. I think all three lines, honestly, are in play for the Blackhawks, Soderberg, Suter, Strom. Uh, you can go there as well. Obviously the most ownership is going to be on that top line, but I, I, Really like this Kubelik, Kershev, Hinnestrosa line. They're going to get not Seth Jones, most likely. Um, and maybe they won't see line A, but like with Felino out, with Jenner out, with these guys hurt, the depth of the Blue Jackets is pretty compromised. So I think you can go to the depth of the, of the Blackhawks here. And normally I'm off the Blackhawks, but, or excuse me, the Jackets with, you know, a Torts coach team. But I think there is some merit to going to line A, Dome. Yorkstrand tonight just because like Lankinen has been bailing out the Blackhawks like he's hiding their defensive uh, inefficiencies right now so um, as much as I hate using the the jackets I think you know that top line is so cheap um, that and they're probably going to be under owned just because one it's the Blackhawks or it's the Blue Jackets it's torts there's so many injuries I think people are just going to gloss over that game be like ah they suck so I think, you know, there is some merit to going to that top line. Even that second line, Roslovic, Atkinson, uh, Greg Ruganko, um, he's on the top power play at min-price. So I think, you know, there are some spots on the Jackets that just are going to get overlooked, and I think you can definitely put them into your MME mix. And, and maybe even, like, one to three, I would consider Bjorkstrand, Domi, Line, just from an offensive standpoint. I know they're bad defensively, but the Blackhawks have been struggling really bad defensively recently. So... 
I think there's there's some stuff on both sides that you can play in this game, even at a five and a half total. It's kind of kind of odd. Yeah, I, I I'm glad you mentioned that Domi Bjorkstrand line. I think that'd be the line I'd go to for Columbus. I was looking at some of the numbers for like other pairings on their in their depth. Roslovic and Atkinson on the ice this year, 1.8 expected goals for 2.5 expected goals against 42% expected goal share. Eric Robinson and Alex Tessier on the ice without Nick Foligno, who's not playing tonight. Remember, 2.1 expected goals for 3.2 expected goals against per 60 minutes, 40.3% expected goal share. That's just terrible. <laughs> Those are just terrible numbers. And I don't know why Columbus's numbers would get any better with all the injuries that they have. So that's why, like, I would probably go to that Bjorkstrand line. Like, Bjorkstrand has been their only consistent player all year, I would say. So I think that probably that makes sense. That'd be the only place you can go to the thing I would say about Chicago is watch warmups because they had brand new lines in the third period last game. They went to Brinkat, Dak, Strom, and then Yanmark, Suter, Kane. Now Yanmark is out tonight. Um, they're holding him out because they're probably going to trade him. So it could be like Soderberg, Suter, Kane or something like that. But they did break up the Brinkat and Kane. Now the reason that's a problem is the Brinkat and Kane may not play together at five on five. That's what they did uh, last game. And judging by their power play uh, from yesterday's practice, they're not going to play together on the power play either. So that's kind of where I'm coming in tough to stack Chicago tonight. It's like, don't really, I want to play the Brinkhead and Kane together, but they're not together at five on five. They may not be together at five on five. We don't really know yet. Uh, and they're probably not going to be together on the power play. So like, I'm pretty much out on Chicago here tonight. At least until warmups. Like I'm probably I'm gonna wait till warmups and see uh, what those lines are because if Kane and DeBrincat are on different lines in warmups, they might be on different lines at five on five and on the power play. And at that point, I probably just stay away from Chicago entirely. So this is a case where I may end up with with nothing, no stacks from this game, depending on what Chicago looks like in warmup. Um, on the blue line, like with Adam Bockvist off uh, the top PP unit, I think he's his value is pretty much dried up. Um, I think with Zach Wierenski out, Seth Jones probably plays almost 30 minutes a night from now on. So I guess he's in. Is there anybody else that jumps out? Uh, not really. I mean, Mika Letton in power play too. I don't know about his minutes. Like if you could guarantee me 15 minutes at min price, maybe, but who knows what Torch is going to do. So really from this game, Seth Jones on the uh, jacket side, if I had to use somebody, um, on the Hawks, it'd be in, the, in that top pair if you want to spend up a little bit. Connor Murphy, 4700 is a bit expensive for him, or Nikita Zadaroff at 2600 But other than that, I'm looking elsewhere. Yeah, I think Murphy's getting a little bit expensive for my taste. I would probably dump down uh, to Zadorov instead. Um, in goal, uh, either of those guys jumping out to you at their price, like Lankin in 7500 Corpusella 78 those are fine, but... I think is is Merzlikens confirmed. I think he was confirmed. I'm not sure. Uh, yes, he was confirmed. Sorry, thanks for that. Yeah. So I mean, I like playing under seven thousand Merzlikens at seventy six hundred. It does worry me a little bit because Wierenski's out. The the injuries like they're just so bad defensively. If he was like sixty nine hundred, I'd be I'd be way more inclined to play him just because the shot volume is going to be there because they have no one defensively. But at seventy six hundred. I would keep him in just correlated Blue Jackets lineups. And Lankanen at 7,500 on the road on a injured Columbus team, like I worry about the volume a little bit. So I probably just play him in correlated lineups and look elsewhere for my one-offs. Yep, I'm completely good with that. Uh, Masters is underway. And shout out to uh, Saul in chat for putting me on Justin Rose. So I bet Justin Rose is an outright before, uh, before the tournament. So at least I got a little sweat this weekend. The Masters is underway. But you can still grab a free month of Osmo Plus Golf, which will cover the PGA Championship. So make sure to grab two months of Osmo Plus Golf for the price of one with the promo code Dustin. That's 60 days of Osmo Plus Golf for $29.95, and that includes projections, ownership projections, our top golfer's tool, our lineup builder, and a whole lot more. If golf isn't your thing, that's okay. You can grab an Osmo Plus Platinum Weekly Pass, which covers all DFS sports for that same price of $29.95. Stop guessing. Start winning. Join Osmo Plus today. Get two months of Osmo Plus Golf for the price of one for $29.95 with the promo code Dustin. All right. Getting to 
a game that might carry the most ownership, at least for one side. We have the Ottawa Senators with a 2.3 implied goal total. They're going into Toronto. Uh, the Leafs have a 4.2 implied goal total. Now, before we get too far into this, I want to give the season series between these two teams. Ottawa is 3-3-1 against the Leafs with 23 goals for and 26 goals against. So only minus three in seven games played. Now, what's concerning is that these two teams are still at the complete opposite ends of the talent spectrum. So I think, like, I don't want to rely on Ottawa just really giving it their all uh, just to keep this game close. So um, I think that 4.2 on Toronto is justified. What do you have in this game, Josh? I mean, how many of those seven games were with, like, Freddie and and Hutchinson in that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Campbell is, has is their bona fide starting goalie. If any Leafs fans want to argue with me, you're going to lose. (laughs) (laughs) Did they, did they mix up their line? So is Galchenyuk on the top line? Yeah. Galchenyuk's on the top line now. So that changes things a little bit. Yeah. That kind of, that's kind of odd, but I think that's going to raise their ownership because Galchenyuk's 2,900 cheaper than Hyman. They're both on the second power play. So I think that's going to raise the ownership on Toronto one. They're going to get the, you know, the Chuck Norris line. Um, but that doesn't really concern me. Um, I think what I want to do in this game is maybe like, like I want a power play stack, but like Morgan Riley doesn't do much for me. So maybe what I would do is do like a double center stack, like a Tavares Matthews Marner. I know it's expensive. You can add in Galchenyuk to bring the price down if you want, or even put in Spezza, you know, He's he's kind of like the uh, the Chieson of the Leafs, <laughs> but like he's on the top power play unit. So so like what I what I want to really do honestly is to get different in the ownership. Is I'm gonna if I was if I was making like five to ten lineups, most of my Toronto would be double centered with Tavares Matthews. Uh, just to you know get a little bit of different build because that top line is going to be super chalky. Um, that second line is going to be chalky. I, I kind of like the second line though too, from a five-on-five standpoint. You know, Tavares, Hyman, Mikheyev. I'll just call him Soup. Make it easier. Um, I think you can go to that second line as well. But if 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 you really want that power play correlation, I think going double center is a way to get different. Not many people want to you know tie up fifteen-two from center on on one team, leaving you with one center spot. So you can go, you know, Leafs one. You can go Leafs two. Um, you can power play stack, put in Riley. I think you know my main focus is going to be getting Tavares and Matthews and Marner in together. That's going to be a unique way to get. Toronto and then on the senator side uh I mean it's kind of tough here you know I want to use Stutzla and Batherson but like they don't have a center like Michael Amadio or I mean I don't know much about them I the Leafs defensively have been better Campbell's their best goalie I think, you know, if you want a one-off Kachuk or two-man Stutzla Batherson, you can. But really, I think I'm going to be off the sense tonight. I know the season series has been close, but this this uh, Leafs team with Campbell is just a different animal, I think. So I think it's all Leafs for me. Okay. I need to talk about Michael Amadio here for a second. <sighs> okay. Michael Amadio is the guy that's going to be centering Stutzla uh Stutzla and Batherson. Um, Chris Tierney was there before, and anybody that has watched this show knows what I think of Chris Tierney, and it's that I don't think much of Chris Tierney. Not anymore, anyway. Once a good player, not anymore. Over the last three years, Chris Tierney is at or more than one standard deviation worse than the league average driving uh, expected goals or allowing expected goals against. He's bad, just real bad. Michael Amadio is actually slightly above average in both regards. So it's a, it's a big improvement. Just going from bad to average is a big improvement for the Ottawa Senators. So that's one point I'll say in favor of Michael Amadio. The other is that in his last three years uh, in Los Angeles, 70th percentile by controlled zone entries and 80th percentile by shot assists, which are passes that lead to shots in the offensive zone. I think there's something there with this guy. I think there's something there. 
And the fact that he's playing with Stutzla and Batherson and they're going to get the depth from the Leafs, like... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Leafs are still good, even without Nylander, but I'm not nearly as worried with that, about that second line matchup without Nylander there, because Tavares just hasn't had as good a season as he normally has. I don't mind a Mario Stutzla Batherson as a, as a, like a cheap, a cheap filler stack, you know, to, that won't be owned whatsoever. Uh, if you want to put them in with your Edmontons or your Winnipeg power play stacks or something like that. I think there's something there with Amadio personally, at the very least, he's a, he's an upgrade from Tierney and an upgrade from Tierney gets me interested in Stutzla and Batherson. So that's what I'm interested in in on the Ottawa side, no interest in Kachuk Norris. Um, I just don't want to go into that matchup. I'd rather uh, stack Stutzla, Batherson, and Amadio. And I agree with you on the Leafs side. I wouldn't just run the top line out. Um, what I would do is, like you said, double center, uh, Josh Sack even, you know, throw in five forwards and, and a Leafs defenseman, um, you know, full top line uh, plus Spezza, um plus Tavares you know something like that I think you can't just run the top line with Morgan Riley and think that you'll be different so um I'm kind of with you there Uh, I do like you know Toronto Jill stacks Toronto Josh stacks something along those lines but honestly I really do like that Ottawa second line as a cheap filler here tonight uh on the blue line uh I think it's kind of the same as we've normally said like not super high on Leafs defensemen I don't mind Jake Muzzin here do you have anything else I mean, if you want to go down to, to Hull, just because, you know, he does see some five on five time with the Leafs top line, but I don't want to play Riley. Like he's going to be over owned tonight. His shot, his shot attempts have gone way down. His price isn't that good. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of off the Leafs defenseman. Uh, Nikita Zaitsev 3,700 interests me a little bit. I wish he was a bit cheaper, but at that price, I think is okay. Uh, contractual obligation to mention my son, Artem Zub, min price. I think you can put him in. Um, but other than that, I'm looking at defensemen elsewhere. You can put in Shabbat if you are going that second line too. So, Yeah, that's uh, another thing to mention. Because of the power play correlation, you can use Shabbat with that second line uh, from Ottawa. Don't mind Jake Muzzin as a one-off either. Uh, in net, I don't – like. I don't want like Jack Campbell might be a decent play because, you know, the Sens do have those games where they pile up the shots, but don't score because they aren't, there aren't a ton of great goal scorers on this team. So I don't really hate Campbell. Don't really hate Forsberg either. I think both goalies are kind of in play here. Yeah. So 8,400 for the Leafs goalie is going to keep people off the Leafs goalie because they're going to be stacking Leafs. So it's another way to get different is putting in Campbell with your, your, your stacks. I'm not a huge fan of paying up 8,400, but I think there is some merit and you just kind of hope that it's like he gives up one goal on like 38 shots. He gets the bonus in the win. Uh, so I think it's a way to get a bit different. Normally I won't recommend spending up, but I do agree with you. If you are using Leafs, I think Campbell does make sense. And then, you know, Forsberg, Hogberg, whoever it is, like he's going to be under 7,000. Um, I think there's some merit, especially if you're fading the Leafs, you want some supreme leverage on the field. If like they stand on their head. Sure. Not a priority. Um, but I think, you know, if you can, in MME, have a couple just because of the shot volume. Forsberg, Hogberg reminded me of watching Titanic last week. Iceberg, <laughs> right ahead. Um, all right. Uh, we don't need me to do any more impressions. We need me to move to the next game. So let's do that. Winnipeg with a 2.6 implied goal total going into Montreal. The Habs have a 3.0 implied goal total. Um, I think we're looking at more or less the same lineups from both sides as last game. Winnipeg went to a different lineup 
Um, down the stretch, they went with Shifley, Cop, and Connor, and then Stasny, Ehlers, Dubois. That looks like it's going to be their top six to start this game. Um, the interesting thing I found, uh, like Montreal switched up their lines as well, I should mention. Suzuki between Toffoli and Perry. Uh, Stahl takes Suzuki's spot on Suzuki's line. Um, the one thing I want to mention is that Montreal is probably going to run Suzuki to Foley versus the third line. That's, I think that's, and then the Kakaniemi Dano line versus uh, Shifley. I, that's the way it worked out a couple nights ago. That's the way it'll probably work out in this one. Um, this game looks like kind of a mess to me almost. What do you see? Yeah. I initially, before I realized Cop was um, switched with, Ehlers, I kind of had interest in the Dubois-Stasny cop line as a filler, but they're flip-flopped, so that makes the prices kind of out of whack, and it's hard to fit them in with the Torontos, with the Edmontons. So I think, you know, the, the way I would go with the Jets here is just power play stack, just because, like a broken record, <laughs> we always talk about uh, Montreal takes a bunch of penalties. Uh, their PK isn't very good. Jake Allen ha- has been playing great, but they st- they're still losing. Uh, so I think there's, you know, you can go, you know, if you want to use that top line, perfectly fine. I think cop makes it a bit more reasonable. Um, if you want to put in Mason Appleton with them, you know, on the top power play, I guess that's fine. Like, I don't know why Mason Appleton's on the top power play. I wish they just put Ehlers there or cop there or anyone, but you know, Mason Appleton. So I think you can go to that top line. You can power play stack that second line's okay, but it's just with Ehlers there, it makes it tough to fit in with the expensive guys. So on its own, like it's fine, but I don't think you're going to be fitting the Toronto's. You won't be fitting the Edmonton. So if you want to use them, sure. You just have to find a cheaper line than the Toronto's and Edmonton's to fit them in on the Montreal side. I agree with you. Like the line I would use is Perry Suzuki to Foley. They're going to get the Lowry Appleton Perio line. And that's just a mess defensively. So if I was going to go to a line in Montreal, it's probably that one. Um, you know, Duran, Stahl, Anderson, at least on face value, interests me. But um, if you want to use them in MME, I think they're a fine filler. It's just I, I'm not sure I want to, you know, go into Dubois, Stasny, Ehlers, which seems weird. But, like, those numbers together have been okay. This is a this is really an MME game. Like, Dino, Cockney, Tatar, like, they're going to get Shifley and – Who's going to score for them? You know, I know Kakiyemi scored uh, with them the last game, but you know, how, how often can you rely on Tatar to know Kakiyemi to score five on five? I don't know. So really, this game is MME. I like the Jets power play. I like the Suzuki line, but anything else is more MME for me. Yeah, the one thing I'll say about the Jets power play, and this is a small sample, so you know, just watch for that. Is over the last three weeks, Montreal's penalty kill. Time on ice has declined a lot, but remember they've had, you know, they've had a lot of time off in the last three weeks because they had those suspended games. So like, I think it's only six or seven games where they've been taking fewer penalties. It's just something to, to kind of watch for um, as we move forward. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to be in more on the Suzuki to Foley line. Once you get down to the third and fourth lines uh, from Winnipeg, there just really isn't a lot uh, to defend with. So I think Suzuki, Toffoli, and Perry um, probably makes a lot of sense, especially where Suzuki and Toffoli play the same power play unit. So you get a little bit of correlation there with those two. Um, I'm just not in much on the Winnipeg side. The Shifley line just in an absolutely brutal matchup. Uh, And like you said, Stasny, Ehlers, Dubois, while I like that line, um, not great for power play correlation. Uh, and with Ehlers' price, it's just way more expensive. It's just a line now. It's not a filler line anymore. So uh, you really have to watch yourself. So I'm probably out uh, on Winnipeg in this game, at least for the forwards. Uh, for Montreal, I'm going to be in uh, probably on the Suzuki, on the Suzuki uh, to Foley line because they're going to get some depth uh, matchups here. Um on the blue line, like Jeff Petrie's price has come down considerably from where it was earlier in the season. Now that's obviously because he hasn't been producing like he has been. He was earlier in the season, but 5,600 nice price for him. Anybody else kind of jumping out, out at you here? I mean, not really on the Montreal side. If you want to cool, cool still min price, I think that's fine. Um, 
Shea Weber, I don't know. Like you can play him with that top line and hope he uh, throws it back to like 2008 or something. <laughs> but I don't know. He's still – his shot rates is, is what's worry me. Uh, so, I mean, you can put him in. The price is okay, but I prefer Petrie. And then on the Winnipeg side, I prefer Pionk as a one-off at 4,000 over Morrissey. Uh, Forbert 3,500 is okay, but other than that, I'm going to look elsewhere. Yeah, but Connor Hellebuck is obviously one of our favorite. Yeah, okay. Connor Hellebuck, definitely one of our favorite goalies here tonight. Oh, yeah. 7,200. Give me Hellebuck. He's he's playing great. Uh, he's so, I will say he's probably going to be popular tonight because if I remember, he was like 18 to 20% or something in the last game uh, in Montreal. So I imagine he'll probably be around that again tonight. Just one thing uh, to watch out for. Um, today's show is sponsored by Jock Market. If you haven't heard, Jock Market has turned fantasy sports into a stock exchange. Forget waiting until the end of the game to make money. Jock Market allows you to buy and sell, sell shares of players in real time for real money with guaranteed payouts for all shares at the end of each night. With daily markets for NBA, MLB, NHL, and PGA, you can make real money every hour, every minute, every second of any match or game. Use the pregame IPO to pick up shares of your favorite players, then buy, sell, or hold them during the game based on your analysis. Download the app to get started and use our exclusive Osmo promo code OSMO20 for a $20 bonus on your first deposit. This is an exclusive offer only for the Osmo community, so make sure to take advantage of it today. That's Osmo 20 for a $20 bonus at our, at our show sponsor, Jock Market. All right, uh, moving along to our next game, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning with a 3.1 implied gold total going into Nashville. The Preds have a 2.4 implied gold total. Uh, big news here is Steven Stamkos is out. Uh, Jam- Jamel Smith is in. Um, last game, they ran point plot Stamkos as the top line. Stamkos got hurt in the third period, I believe. And then after that, I think they had four more even strength shifts and they had four different players uh, on that line. So we don't know uh, what the lines are going to be for Tampa Bay. And that, you know, that's a little bit of a problem because it is an 8 p.m. Eastern start. It starts after the first four games. So uh, not as many options to choose from if you have to scramble. Uh, but there is going to be interest on in both sides here, Josh. So what do you like? Yeah, I'm going to assume Tyler Johnson moves back up with plot and point just because he was there. So that that's an, a safe assumption, but you still, you got to pay attention to warmups. What I'm hoping is that the Goudreau Gord Coleman line stick together because that line has been very good. Uh, Yanni Gord at 5,400. He's probably going to come in under owned. Uh, if people are going to try to power play stack. I think, you know, Goudreau Coleman might be a popular two man. So throw him in, throw Gordon there with him. I think that's the line as long as they're together that I would want to use from Tampa Bay. Um, they're probably going to get what, what Nashville usually sends out the hall line against the top comp, I think, which is just, you know, I wish Stamkos was in cause I would definitely <laughs> want that top line, but plot point Johnson against that third line is, you know, okay. Um, Really, I just need to see lines before I can commit to something. Uh, Kalorn, Sorelli, Joseph doesn't really interest me. But unless they they may mix them up with, you know, Johnson moving up. So we would have to see. So really, if the Gaudreau, Gord, Coleman lines together, I like using them. On the Nashville side, the total at 2.3 is really low. But I don't know. I I kind of have interest in that second line. I think they might be popular. Just, I don't know, like. People just love using young crowd Kramlin Coon, and I don't know why. Uh, but it is a their their price is decent enough where they're a decent filler stack. Um, with Stamkos out, they're they're going to avoid. I would imagine the Gord Coleman Gaudreau matchup. Hopefully, um, really Nashville is kind of tough to play. I think in MME you can use that top line. You can use the second line. One to three, I probably wouldn't. Uh, where I would want to use Nashville tonight is UC Soros at his price. Other than that, you know, MME makes sense for this game. Yeah, it does. And I think both Nashville top two lines are in play. Um, the reason I say that is Tampa Bay's penalty kill has just fallen off the map over the last month or so. I mean, uh, top 10 by uh, penalty kill minutes means most penalty kill minutes per game. And 20, I think it's like 28th or 29th by expected goals against per 60 and like 30th by actual goals against, like just terrible. 
I don't know what's going on. I imagine part of that might have been the Ryan McDonough injury. Maybe that kind of strains itself out now that he's back. But um, not that we ever really want to pick uh, the Nashville power play. But I think that's one path here tonight um, that you can that you can definitely use uh, against this Tampa Bay uh, penalty kill. Is you know just do a duo like you know Johansson and Arvidsson or Granlin and Yarncrock or something like that. Um, you don't need to stack the full lines and then throw in Roman Yossi as your blue liner. Um, I just really don't have a ton of interest in this game. Like I, cause you don't know what the Tampa lines are going to be. And then you have to scramble at once the, uh, for the games have already started. And this isn't a good matchup for Nashville. Like Stamkos being out, doesn't make it a good matchup for the Preds, like not defensively anyway. Right. So just not a whole lot of interest for me in this game. Um, probably, if anything, like I'd be one-offing somebody like Palat or one-offing somebody like Point or one-offing somebody like Kalorn or something like that. I'm just, I'm probably not going to stack either side. On the blue lines here, um, Eric Chernak was the guy that's kind of jumped out to me. Uh, he returned in their last game. Uh, he had been out a couple weeks with injury, played over 22 minutes. And going back to when, before he was injured, that makes four straight games of at least 22 minutes. So I think Eric Chernak is probably my guy from this one. Yeah, Chernak, McDonough. McDonough is getting up there a little bit, 4,400. is a little, He's kind of in no man's land. On the uh, Pred side, Yossi makes sense. If, you know, I'm sure Jake will have 73% Yossi tonight. Um, <laughs> Matias Ekholm's price has come down to the point where you can use him again, 4,300. I think you can use him. Uh, so Yossi, Ekholm. Uh, Hedman, if you're power play stacking, we just don't know what the lines are going to be. 7,300 for Hedman is a bit tough. I'd rather play Yossi, 7,100. So, yeah, Chernak, McDonough, even a little bit of Sergachev at 4,600. Uh, but I think Chernak is my favorite play on the Lightning. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, in goal, um, either of these goalies sticking out to you. Um, I know Saro's down at 7,100. Assuming he starts is probably uh, in play, especially with Stamco. So. Yeah, 7,100 at home, uh, sign me up. If it's Rene, I uh, hope you have a late swap ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, don't really want to get super stoked to play Rene yeah. here tonight. Uh, before we move on, just want to give a shout out. Terrence Little, welcome to Team Awesome. I'll see you in chat. Nice to see you. Welcome here. We'll try to make uh, things as comfortable or as uncomfortable as possible as things can get on this show from time to time. Um, all right, let's move along to our next game. A redux from last night, Minnesota 2.9 implied goal total going to St. Louis. The Blues have a 2.6 implied goal total. I find this odd considering the Blues just put up nine goals on them, but the Wild have the higher implied goal total. Um, Minnesota changed up their lines <laughs> during the game last night, obviously. Um, they went to Erickson at Greenway, Benino, Zuccarello, Marcus Johansson, and Kaprizov, and then Hartman, Parisi, Fiala. The matchups, I imagine it'll be Ryan O'Reilly against that zuccarello Kaprizov duo because, like you're right, he always goes up uh, against the best offensive line from the other team. And that probably leaves the St. Louis third line against Hartman-Parisi-Fiala. So that's a little bit of interest to me. Maybe you have something different based on that slaughter we saw last night. Yeah, and it's a back-to-back. It's a five-and-a-half five total is weird. Like, there was 10 goals in the game. Like, Minnesota <laughs> just kind of just was like, whatever, in the third period. But... You know, uh, got to see the lines again because, you know, this is a back-to-back. They probably didn't have morning skate. We have to see if they go back. But, you know, the Ryan O'Reilly is going to get whoever uh, Kaprizov is line is on. I don't know. The Schwartz-Shen-Tarasenko line is going to get ownership because they always get ownership. They're, you know, they're still at a price point where they're super cheap for them. Jaden Schwartz, 3700 too cheap. Tarasenko 6,200 maybe is about right, but Braden Shen's on the price as well. I like going back to the O'Reilly Perron, uh, Sammy Blay line. Um, you don't have to, you know, play Sammy Blay. I know he had a great game yesterday, uh, but you know, I like the O'Reilly Perron duo. And then on the, on the, uh, Minnesota side, you're right. Hartman, um, who is it? Parisi and Fiala. If they're going to get, you know, Thomas Bozak, Sanford or even Clifford, Barbashev, Cairo. I think, you know, you can take it. I used that. I used the Hartman line yesterday and it was disappointing. Um, but I think you can go back to them tonight. I think they're, they won't be ha- They won't have much ownership on them back to back on the road. So I, I like them as a filler stack. You just got to make sure the lines are what they are. Um, and then I really want to be underweight on this game, especially in one to three lineups in MME, you know, 
St. Louis one makes sense. I just worry about their ownership coming off a big game. Not many people like playing Iran O'Reilly Perron. So I, I can see myself going back to them, but really this game is MME for me. Yeah. I just want to say that we did get uh, some ownership runs. So we have uh, a few uh, lines out. Looks like ownership in check for St. Louis, but like you said, coming off that monster game last night, still at reasonable prices. Um, I think they'll come up a bit from the four to 5% that we have um, right now. Uh, I'll, I'll just say the one line I really like is that Hartman Fiala Parisi line. I love that matchup. I think it makes a lot of sense, um, especially as a fill as a low owned filler to put in uh, with your expensive lines elsewhere. So uh, Josh already said everything that needed to be said about St. Louis. So I will say that my favorite play out of this game is that Hartman Fiala Parisi line for the wild. Um, on the blue line, one thing I did notice is Tory Krug's minutes have been going down pretty consistently since Colton Pareko got back. He, like, I, I guess, I guess last night is a little bit different, but it's back now back to back games playing around 19 minutes, and I think he's been under 21 minutes in four straight games. So that's a bit of a concern for Krug. What do you like on the blue line? I don't really like much. Um, you know, if you're going to use Hartman Fiala Parise, like the power play correlation isn't there. So you can use any of your four guys like Dumbo's under 4,000. I think he's the guy I would go to Um, Spurgeon at 5,000 is okay, but I'd rather play Dumbo for under 4,000 on the St. Louis side. Krug, I guess makes sense if you're using the power play, but I'd look elsewhere, you know, Vinny Dunn 3,700 is okay. Pareko, I want to wait a little bit to make sure, you know, He's healthy. I know his minutes are there, but he, he doesn't look all the way back yet. So really this is, you know, Dumba is the only real play that I see in this game on the blue line. Yeah, I agree with you. I like Dumba out of this matchup. I don't like either goalie here, though. So I don't like the prices. Don't like the matchup. Yeah, me either. I mean, Billy Huso may be the worst goalie in the NHL. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Cam Talbot, I wish he was cheaper. If he was like 7,200, 7,300, I'd have some interest going back to a wild goaltender here coming off, you know, the blue scoring nine. But at his price, I'm going to pass. Yeah, I completely agree with you there. Uh, before we go any further, we all usually have free stuff up on the site, and today is no different. So head on over to Osmo.com, check out our free stuff. We have NHL and NBA player projections for free on the site today, we have MLB player rankings and we have MMA ownership projections up on the site. So head on over to Osmo.com if you want to see what we have going on for free and check out Osmo.com slash promos to see what promos we have going on because uh, we usually have some stuff going on at the site. All right, we've got about five minutes left and we've got about two uh, games to get through. This next one is... Really interesting for a number of reasons. So Edmonton with a 3.1 implied goal total going into Calgary. The Flames have a 2.9 implied goal total. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins looks like he's out for Edmonton. Edmonton going back to the stack top line. Dreisaitl, McDavid, uh, Pugliarvi. Uh, looks like Jacob Markstrom is not going to be starting for Calgary. Looks like it's going to be big save Dave Riddick. Um, and the Flames went to have a new top line. They have Johnny Godro. Elias Lindholm and Matt Kachuk skating together. So what line are we playing? Are we playing Edmonton or are we playing Calgary? I can't believe it. they finally broke up Gaudreau and, and Monaghan. Like, I feel like I need to go play the lottery now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so obviously, you know, the, the Edmonton Oilers top line is always in play. That Lindholm Kachuk Gaudreau line is interesting. Uh, I wish they weren't getting the McDavid matchup. I'm going to save that for another day. Like that line is going to interest me in the future, just not going into McDavid. Uh, so obviously the Edmonton top line makes sense. Uh, Edmonton power play with Big Save Dave in there makes sense. But with Nugent Hopkins out, right? This Monahan Mangiapane Dubé line is going to get nobody. Like there, there's nobody on Edmonton that scares me defensively after that top line. Like they're going to get Turris, Cahoon, Yamamoto. They're going to get Jujar, Kayara, Archibald, Shore. Like those lines are just bad. So I, I honestly think, you know, Mangiapane, Monaghan, Dubé makes a lot of sense tonight as a filler. They're cheap. Uh, they're 10-9 as a full line. Their power play correlation isn't great, but, you know, they're getting defensive lines that are just bad. After McDavid, Drysaddle, Pugliarvi, there's nothing there that scares me. They're not going to get the Nurse-Berry pairing. Um, they're going to get, you know, 
Cowboy Chris Russell and Larson who are good at blocking shots, but they're not very good defensively or Caleb Jones, and Ethan bear. So I think Calgary too is one of my favorite filler lines of the night. If you want to go to that third line, you know, two man Lucic and Backlund, I think that also makes a little bit of sense. Um, so in this game, Edmonton won Edmonton power play. Uh, and I really like Calgary too. And I'm saving that Calgary one line for a better matchup. I know what you're saying about that Calgary one and a better matchup And you're right. Edmonton one usually runs to play, but the one thing I'll say about Edmonton one is they don't mind trading chances. That's the one thing that they do do well, you know, well enough uh, for the opposition is that uh, they do trade chances. So I don't hate Calgary one here tonight. I just worry that people might be a little bit gung ho on them uh, just because, you know, people will love to play uh, that Calgary top line. And in fact, we have them uh, coming in as our fifth highest owned line. So that's probably what's going to keep me off Calgary one here tonight. Um, yeah, I do like Edmonton here. Um, matchup doesn't concern me. Big save Dave over Markstrom. Yeah, I'll take that any day of the week. So I uh, do like Edmonton one reminder that with RNH out, uh, Kyler Yamamoto power play one uh so he's the guy that you might want to fill in uh instead of chase on um that's about it for me out of this game there's not a whole lot like I'm not I'm not using either goalie in there I don't think I'm using any defenseman yeah I mean if you're correlating Edmonton power play I guess Barry makes sense but other than that you know if you want to punt like Adam Larson he's not even in a puntable range like 3800 so yeah I agree yeah, I I want to say Chris Russell's puntable, but like, man, it feels bad locking in Chris Russell into your lineup. So if he was like twenty seven hundred, yeah, thirty three hundred. I think there's, you know, I'd rather play Chernak at thirty two hundred. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, let's. We've got a couple minutes. Let's get to this last game, and it's a game we saw last night. We had the Los Angeles Kings with a two point six implied goal total. Uh, they're in San Jose. The Sharks have a three point zero implied goal total. Probably going to be Devin Dubnik versus Jonathan Quick. And the thing to note is uh, Eric Carlson jumped to the Meyer and Hurdle power play in the third period last night. So they did switch up power play defensemen. What do you like here, Josh? Yeah, it's going to be the same analysis kind of as it was yesterday. I like that top line in MME for the Sharks. Uh, The Kopitar matchup isn't what it was. Jonathan Quick is a downgrade from Peterson. Uh, I don't know if I get to them in one to three, just – because, you know, it is still Kopitar. I also like the Kopitar line uh, in MME. Um, but really, I, Sharks 2 is my favorite play here. Hurdle Meyer, Balsers, they're going to get depth of the Kings. Um, you know, with the lines the way they are, the defense isn't as good in the depth. Um, you know, if you want to go to Carter Anthony CU as well, I guess that's fine. Uh, I'm not as high on Carter yesterday or today as it was in uh slates past but if you want to go back to carter and anthony see the price is there i think that's fine um on the blue line you know burns had the big game but i i at six thousand, i still don't want to play him i think i'd you know use carlson for the 1700 savings i like dowdy but you know 5700 is pricey i, I do like sean walker 3900 yeah, Burns got lucky with his three assists. Definitely, I got lucky playing him <laughs> at, at at that price. Uh, not going back there again. Dubnik oh, just got traded to the Avs. The chat is telling me. Okay, all <laughs> right. So, uh, looks like Dubnik won't be starting then. Uh, probably going back to old Party Marty Jones. Um, <laughs> do like San Jose too. Sixty-five point eight percent expected goal share in their minutes together. They've just been absolutely crushing. So, right. I will say I'm on Sharks too. Don't really love anything else out of this game. All right. We're going to wrap it up here, Josh. I'm going to ask you for your hat trick pick here in a second. I'm going to save my hat trick pick here for tonight. uh, Andre Svechnikov. All right. I'm going to say John Tavares. Johnny T. All right. Would would be nice to see him kind of break out and do something. uh, Reward the people that have been playing him. Uh, all season all right that'll do it for us here today for uh we're going to be off tomorrow back on monday for producer tyler uh for joshua harris this is michael clifford aka slim cliffy saying good luck tonight everyone okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more.